Of course, yesterday, the Federal Reserve uh, holding interest rates steady as expected. But a lot of investors on Wall Street and others kind of expected a little bit different kind of announcement after the Fed announced the holding of interest rates steady from Fed Chair Jerome Powell. And uh, they didn't really get what they were looking for. Joining us to uh, help sort some of this out for us, uh, Dr. Timothy Nash, Senior Vice President Emeritus and Director of the McNair Center for the Advancement of Free Enterprise and Entrepreneurship, Northwood University in Midland. He's with us this morning on WKZO. Dr. Nash, good to hear from you again this morning. Ken, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Well, uh, Jerome Powell told uh, reporters yesterday after the announcement uh, that the central bank needs more evidence before cutting back rates. Uh, Many were hoping he'd say they'd start doing that in March. What's going on here? Well, I think that uh, the uh, the board chair, Mr. Powell, has been pretty clear that uh, the Fed would be looking at three, maybe four uh, cuts during the, the year and if you look at the data uh, that ended 2023, gross domestic product was up 3.1% for the year. And if you look at inflation, uh, it's it's about 3.4% uh, entering three, uh, 2024. It, there, there's just really no evidence that says the economy is slowing, and that would be the main reason why the Fed would, would cut uh, – uh, interest rates. And so I would say that uh, Wall Street is looking for six cuts in 2024, and that, that's just not going to happen. Uh, I, I think three, maybe four. And quite frankly, Ken, if you looked at the data at the end of the year, you'd say there's probably evidence to even say we might have increased uh, uh, the, uh, the the federal funds rate by uh, 25 basis points. So I think that uh, Wall Street has been a little over-optimistic about what the Fed should do and will do. Well, they sure took the news hard yesterday as uh, stocks uh, went, uh, well, they kind of tanked a little bit uh, after that announcement. Uh, the major indexes and the uh, 10-year U.S. Treasury yield both below the 4% level. So uh, what were they uh, really looking for here? Well, I, I think that... Um, you know what? Again, they're, what they were looking for was help. The thing that's going to be interesting is to see what happens between now and the next Fed meeting as it relates to profits. Now, the the, the market, uh, the magnificent seven, the big high tech stocks, so far have reported uh, unimpressive earnings at the end of 2023, and a number of companies have uh, reported uh, layoffs. But again. Uh, that's that's one quarter, and that's uh, initial uh, data on unemployment uh, for 2024. So the fact of the matter is, I think it was just over exuberance. If these trends continue, then you know we'll we'll see a we'll see a a, a cut maybe in March. Michigan economist Dr. Timothy Nash from Northwood University, our guest this morning on WKZO. You mentioned the GDP data and the uh, uh, personal consumption uh, expenditures reports that came out at the end of last week for the end of 2023. They they seemed uh, pretty optimistic, but apparently uh, not enough here. Well, I, I think the real interesting part about the current U.S. economy is that uh, it, I would say two things you're 
your listeners ought to consider. Number one, remember that the American economy is driven largely by the consumer. So roughly 60% of American GDP, you remember from your econ days, C plus I plus G plus X minus M is the formula for gross domestic product. And um, the, the vast majority of the, what you'd say the juice in the economy in 2023 has been government spending. Government spending has been up ever since the pandemic. And even though the pandemic's been over, we haven't cut uh, domestic spending. And secondarily, when you look at the consumer, the consumer has uh, spent a lot of money because of the difficulties most consumers experienced during the pandemic. And as a result, um, when you look at where the consumer is today, uh, consumers have record uh, uh, household debt. Uh, the consumers are spending uh, a lot more money than they really have. Uh, about half of American consumers are saying they don't have $1,000 to handle a financial crisis because they haven't been saving. About 50% of consumers in 2023 uh, dipped into their uh, 401k. Uh, to make purchases. And so the, the, the problem right now is that uh, the good news is that the consumer has spent and the consumer has kept the economy moving at a strong pace in 2023. The problem is consumers are uh, strapped. They don't have any more room. Their credit cards are filled up. There's over a trillion dollars in credit card debt. So the consumer can't do much more to move the economy forward. And I think a lot on Wall Street recognize that. And then secondarily, the U.S. government has spent a lot of money, but the U.S. government is getting at a, a point where they don't have much more maneuverability. Interest rates are going up. Uh, interest on the national debt this year will become the third largest item at over $1 trillion, third largest item in the federal budget. And uh, Americans and Wall Street are saying the government's got to get its spending and its deficit spending under control. And that's evidenced by the fact that Standard and Poor's and Fitch lowered American credit uh, uh, scores. Uh, so the, the U.S. credit rating and, in essence, the ability to borrow money has gone down. And the ability to borrow money has to be at a higher interest rate. So those are factors that we're worried about regarding the economy in 2024, but they are factors that got the economy at a more impressive level than most of us expected in 2023. Well, we've been sorting out uh, some of the uh, recent uh, deluge, I guess you could call it, of economic data that has come our way, including the uh, Fed decision on interest rates yesterday with Dr. Timothy Nash from Northwood University, who we call upon for his expertise whenever we're mind-boggled by all these numbers and figures that we get. Uh, as always, appreciate your perspective on this. Thanks for joining us this morning. Ken, it's always an honor. Keep up the great work. All right, appreciate it.